Hello, my friends. This is Jonathan Barbie with Season 5 of JB Motivating from the 5280. This podcast focuses on positive motivation and self-improvement each week. Welcome back, my friends. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. I'm coming to you from First Baptist Church of Denver um, on your favorite podcast platform. This season has been inspired by friends, family, and more that have inspired me positively by motivation through their actions and speaking. And once a month, I will be bringing on a special guest to share these motivations with you. Today's special guest is my friend, Reverend Dr. Brian Henderson, or as I like to call him, just Brian. <laughs> Good. Did, uh, so just a little bit about Brian. Brian was born and raised in Toms River, New Jersey. Brian completed his undergraduate degree at the Center for Urban Theological Studies in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Eastern University in St. David's, Pennsylvania. Upon completing his graduate degree in seminary, Brian served a congregation near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania for nearly 10 years before moving to Colorado in 2008, where he served as senior pastor of Calgary, Calvary Baptist Church of Denver. In 2009, Brian completed a doctoral degree in family systems theory from Palmer Theological Seminary in Philadelphia. Brian loves spending time with his three children and enjoys all things fun. Brian began as minister of First Baptist Church of Denver in November of 2012, and actually just celebrated 10 years. That's right. Yeah, it's hard to believe a decade. So I met Brian back in 2014. It's hard to believe that was it's been that long. I know. Time goes quickly. <laughs> the older we get, John, it moves more fast. It does. And I was actually here um, with my partner, Dave. We I was coming to visit, and I actually came to a few services um, prior to moving here. And then about a year later, when I moved here in the fall of 2015, I had the great opportunity to interview and um, ironically in this actual very room. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and then become the office manager and then shortly thereafter, the wedding coordinator for First Baptist. Yeah. And um, it was a great way to be introduced to Denver, I will definitely say. It helped um, really opened my eyes to working at a church that was an, you know, that is a inner city church. Um, also one that's right across the street from a capital. I've actually never lived in a capital city. So it's mm -hmm. kind of cool to experience, um, seeing legislators, the governor, the mayor, mm -hmm. many important people coming through in and out of these doors. That's right. Um, um and we work well together. You we as did. The office manager and me as the pastor, we we had some good good years together, which was really really fun. And so, although I don't attend First Baptist um, anymore, but I still, you know, I'm in contact. Obviously, Brian and I have been. Yeah. Um, we see each other every once in a while. Um, just saw him recently in December. December. I know. Yeah. Talk about time going quickly. <laughs> We're almost into February already. Um, which was such a fun um, concert. It was you know raising money for the organ, right. and that was actually a lot of fun. Um, I can't turn down Christmas music. It's hard for me to, I guess that's what I get for being a Christmas well, Eve baby. So. Well, well, that probably helps, I, yes. I imagine. And it helped that I was seen, singing with, you know, fellow people that I already knew. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, it was so. a good good cause, and that time of year with the sanctuary decorated, I mean, it was just a it was a really fun evening. So, Which is a good my evening. absolute favorite time of the year. Mm -hmm. I love seeing mm -hmm. the sanctuary mm -hmm. all decked out and it's Christmas attire all dressed <laughs> That's up. That's right. So I want to welcome you, Brian. Thank um, you. So funny thing is, I actually had this idea back during the heart of the pandemic because I thought, you know, we were doing the virtual services mm -hmm. from the sanctuary. Well, we started doing really, really virtual. Right. And then we were in person virtually with just a core group doing right. the services. <clears throat> and um, I still remember it was just so weird not having a, a, a church filled with the congregation. Mm -hmm. It just felt mm -hmm. so odd to just walk in and only have a handful of us mm -hmm. here. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just set that, you know, set back and kind of like, you know, how does someone in your position, you know, Hand, you know, with a church and, you know, I'm sure many, you know, ministers went through this. Um, how do you keep motivating, you know, like a congregation and how do you, you know, how, when you're not physically even seeing them right. and weren't even able to see them because COVID, you know, COVID was very rampant. And I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I got it. Dave got it. Many people I know. Oh, my yeah. sister is the only one in my family who has not gotten that it, right? which is kind wow. of amazing. Mm -hmm. um, she was pretty hardcore protection mm -hmm. and never really went out. So, but, um, so I asked you, um, you know, I sent you an email, uh, well, a text and then yeah. an email, um, asking you, you know, what are, you know, some things, you know, five things that actually motivate you to keep you kind of going, mm -hmm. you know, as a minister. Yeah. Well, you know, I, right away I had to sit down and think, but I didn't have to think too long because, um, I am fortunate in that at the top of my list, when I think of five things that motivate me, my, my family and my kids come to mind right away. Um, it, it is interesting too, reaching a stage of life as a father, as a parent, uh, where my kids are becoming older. They aren't little kids anymore. My oldest technically is now an adult and is off to university. And uh, her sister after her is not long, not long. It won't be long before she's off to school too. And uh, my son is uh, coming along. But all three of them honestly inspire me and keep me, keep me uh, working to be the best parent that I can be, uh, even in moments when I don't feel as if I'm being the best parent that I can be. Uh, but my kids, my kids inspire me. My, my parents, uh, I'm fortunate to have uh, a mother and a father who were still alive uh, and five siblings, along with some in-laws and some nieces and nephews, uh, who we, we are fortunate to have the sense of connection that we do. We're spread out all across the country. Um, we don't live near each other. And yet when we are together, you would think that we, you would you wouldn't realize that we had been apart from each other. So I'm I'm really inspired and motivated uh, by the, the the love, the fun, the passion, the challenges that come with family life too. Uh, but uh, my family and my my kids especially motivate me. My church family uh, is another community that gives me energy and strength uh, in the work that I do as a minister. Um, sometimes the work that I do is is challenging and and. And sometimes, you know, ministry can get folk down, can get ministers down, and, and I have to push through some of that too. Um, however, um, ministry gives me energy, and, and I am grateful for, um, for my, my church community. And then beyond my church community, I'm, I'm grateful for my friends and the circles of friends that I have outside of church uh, that I can turn to and spend time with and have fun with and um, do, do fun things with. And sometimes just get together and we just chat and catch up and support each other too through whatever we're, we're going through. So family, um, church family, uh, friends, 
Um, books, uh, in some ways, are motivating to me. I love to read, uh, and it, and it's, it's thinking of my kids. I'm at a stage where my kids and I have begun to kind of read books together, and that's been that's oh, been that's motivating and and fun. And then we get to talk about what we're reading, which is which is which is fun too. Uh, currently, I'm I'm reading a book by Tanahisi Coates, uh, the Water Dancer, which is the the story of. Of, of slavery uh, in, in, in America, which has been really good. And then I've also been, uh, and I'm reading that with one of my, with one of my daughters right now. And I'm also reading uh, a book called Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson, who was a civil rights attorney in the deep South. Uh, and he's actually a, a graduate of my, all of my undergraduate alma mater. Uh, and so we've got some connections there, but I've been reading that book with my kids. And, and I think this summer, Based on that book, uh, we're going to do a family. One of our family vacations is going to be a road trip to Montgomery, Alabama, and we're going to revisit some of the civil rights sites oh, along cool. the way. Yeah, so we're we're excited about that. But books, though, in general, uh, keep me motivated, keep me thinking. Uh, I, I like fiction. I like nonfiction. Uh, sometimes the, the nonfiction that I can read can become too technical, and I need to take a step back and read some books just for fun sometimes, too. So... Um, traveling, though, speaking of taking a trip this summer with my kids, I love to travel and being out and uh, seeing the country, sometimes seeing different places around the world uh, gives me energy and, and inspiration as, as well. Um, and then, honestly, think, speaking of or thinking about being out, we live in a beautiful part of the country, John. The yes, Rocky Mountains really region yeah. is absolutely gorgeous. I, I, I'm reminded each time I drive south of Denver and turn west on any number of roads that face the mountains, that face the front range. And just to see those mighty Rockies looking down on us uh, puts things in perspective for me sometimes. And every so often, I need to drive up into those mountains, into the, even if it's just the foothills, as far as Georgetown maybe, or Idaho yeah. Springs, just getting up into the mountains does something uh, to my psyche, which honestly, I often find to be therapeutic and helpful and even sometimes healing, so yeah. Yeah, I would agree 100%. There are times that I know when I first moved here, we I think we went on two camping trips like back to back. Mm. Like the first year, well, actually two weeks after moving here, we went on a camping trip. And mm. I remember joking with my friends. I was like, so you realize I came from like 100 <laughs> feet above sea level and now you're taking me like 10,000 feet. Oh, you're, like, you're trying to kill me. Yeah. Um, I, but, I went camping this summer and probably did probably the first time I went camping um, and did as much hiking as I did up in Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh, fun. Absolutely gorgeous. There were parts of Rocky Mountain National Park that I'd never been to, didn't even know existed. And it's like walking into another world. Absolutely gorgeous. It's a, I mean, being up there, it, there's just like, I mean, it's just a special, just beauty. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, mm -hmm. it's kind of just a calm. Like it, it just, is. I just love going up there. Like I've, yeah. I love the two, like the only, unfortunately, only the two camping trips that I've been here in seven <laughs> years. But um, even doing, um, even going up and being able to photograph um, our friend um, Eve's mm. son's wedding. Mm. I mean, that, I mean, the um, YMCA of the Rockies, it was just absolutely mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. I just remember them like, oh, can you make sure you have like, you know, the mountains in the background? I was mm -hmm. like, we're surrounded by mountains. <laughs> I'm like, of course I will. But it's just, I kind of feel there are times, um, one of the times, one of the things we got to do a few years ago, and I can't believe we had only done it, like that point was seeing the changing of the colors of the leaves. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, it's a little chaotic as many mm -hmm. people go up there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 
there is just something that's just absolutely gorgeous. It is, to and see. you have to get there at the right time because if yes. you miss it just by a couple of days, the color changes that quickly and the leaves fall. So. And some of the times the leaves are changing in the middle of the week. And right. that doesn't help, you yeah. know, if you're working, yeah. you can't really get off. And mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't really technically do it. But, yeah. um, but it's not, just, and, it, and it's interesting, even if, you know, during the wintertime, drive up into the mountains and you drive up into snow. And, sure. and that is, that is um, comforting. Drive up in the summertime, you, you escape the heat of, of Denver yes. and you get up into <laughs> the absolutely gorgeous, cool uh, air of, of, of the Rockies. It's just, yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful, almost magical place. Yeah, I remember we had to actually I remember we brought like coats, like <laughs> little, like kind of, because it was like in the eighties down here before I moved here. And we went up to the um, visitor center top right. of Rocky Mountain yeah. National Park. And it's like in the thirties. Oh, yeah. You can like, still see snow in the middle and of it's summer. Like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love that. But um, I have to say, I can understand why your like your family and your children like mm -hmm. motivate you. It's, it's mm -hmm. I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, I remember seeing your kids, especially like your son, how little he was and he used to sit right. underneath your desk when I yeah. was like working here. And it's just like, yeah. he's definitely grown to not and be able to sit underneath the that's desk right. And now anymore. he's almost nearly as tall as I am. That's so, just, which is, yeah. And to have your oldest be in college, that just, that just blows my mind. I know, <laughs> I know. We're getting um, old, John. We are. <laughs> um, it's funny because there's a lot of things that you said that motivate me as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, Obviously, my family, I love my, you know, even though we don't have my dad anymore, you know, sure. my aunt and uncle, my cousins, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, my sister, definitely. I mean, even when we get together, a lot of times it doesn't feel like we've really been apart because okay, we talk right. so often. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, enough that I was actually even talking to her today. She was like, are you at work or are you at home? And right. I was like, because I work part of the time at home. And sure. I'm at home. She was like, okay, hold on. Let me call you. <laughs> and I knew my phone was going to ring. Like, right. right after, it was like... Uh, Okay. I mean, because she, the funny thing is, she's going to be out here this week skiing, mm. but I won't see her because oh she's with friends. Oh. But it's just like, she, well, we saw each other at Christmas and okay. um, we got to drive through that mm. bitter cold front that came through the week right. of Christmas. Yeah. And that was cold. That, that was, was cold. very, very cold. But, and you know, any, any more these days, FaceTime is wonderful. And so yes. I FaceTime my, my kids, for those that are listening, may not realize that uh, my, my, children's mother and I, we co-parent across the country. So my kids live most of the year uh, outside of Cleveland. And, and so I travel back and forth quite a bit. They spend, they spend holidays and vacations here in Denver. But because of FaceTime, we talk almost every day and see each other almost every day. So that really is, I, I'm grateful to have that technology. So that keeps us together and connected. So yeah. And I do like being here in Denver because it's actually even closer than Kansas City was. Mm -hmm. So for me, a flight to L.A. is actually, number one, cheaper mm -hmm. because there are more direct flights going mm -hmm. from Denver to L.A. than Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And we're one less, we're one closer time zone. Right. <laughs> being in Kansas City, it was too, I always had to remember, okay, wait, what time is it in L.A.? Right. Yeah. And now I always, I'm like, oh, you're just one hour earlier. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's easy. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle. My mom's in Kansas City, you know, one time zone, and I'm in another, mm -hmm. and my sister's in another. And mm -hmm. My mom did joke when I first moved here. She's like, can you guys all just live in one time zone? <laughs> like, no, we're uh, not going to. Sorry. Yeah, I can't get away from these mountains. Mom. Right. Yeah, I guess I haven't thought about that all that much. Although, usually I know that because of the time zone difference, all of my family, 
uh, is in the Eastern time zone. So I, I do have to, near the end of the day, I'll be quick to pick up the phone or to go to my computer and realize, oh no, I think folk are probably going to bed at this point. But for the most part, it doesn't get in the way too much. So yeah, good. Well, good, good. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining well, me. Thank um, you. This has been fun. It's hard to believe it's been, I mean, it was seriously December, like last time we saw each other. I know. So, um, and here we are, it's January, almost February. Almost February. Before we know it, we'll be seeing each other again in June. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I hope that, um, you, my friends were inspired by Brian today as much as I was. Um, so I know that people can find you on the church social media channels. Yeah. Um, first off, they can find you on YouTube. The First Baptist Church of Denver. Um, you can also search Facebook at yep. the same First Baptist Church of Denver. That's right. Um, I don't know if any other channels are active. Instagram. Instagram. It's, That's yeah. right. First Baptist so, Church of yeah, Denver so as well. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, you can learn more about First Baptist. And then you can always visit rethinkbaptist.org, which is the church's website. So, And it's a beautiful, absolutely beautiful church. Yeah. So I do really you know, recommend if you are in the Denver area to come and see the church. You can't miss it. It's right across from the Capitol. And, um, you know, there is a parking lot, which is kind of nice around this area. There right. aren't too many parking lots that you yeah. can park for free. Um, and so, you know, that is, you know, kind of a blessing. But yeah. it, it, it is an absolutely beautiful church and always, a you know, a good service. Wow. So, Well, thank you so much. Good to um, be together. So I thank you, my friends, for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you all next week for another episode of JB Motivating from the 5280.